From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Oh, that sounds like Alex pouring a drink. Okay. <laughs> well, well, it's popcorn and movies. My name's Alex First. That's Chris Coleman. You can have a drink with me. Shall we clink glasses? <laughs> this, is, this is the best, the finest Mount Franklin water. I've just given them a plug. If they, if they want to support us, then by all means they can. Uh, look, Jackie. Can I, call you, can I call you Fred? So we're starting, are we? Okay. <laughs> We've started already. We're talking about a movie called Jackie today. Nothing like being prepared for a podcast. Yes, Jackie, the, the, one of the most anticipated biopics in Hollywood in recent years. Is it a biopic or a biopic? Biopic. Biographical picture. Okay. It's not bio. It's not biopic as in a biopic eye. Yes, no. I, I, I actually will probably give you a brownie point or two for that. Very good. All right, rated MA. You can call it whatever you like. It's 100 minutes, jarring music ahead of any vision sets the eerie, eclectic tone of what's to follow. The music, well, it appears to be badly out of tune. You can actually sing in tune, can't you? I can. This is one time. I'm actually, yeah, you're very good. Like, do you want to sing a few bars? No, no not, not particularly. I haven't warmed up. I don't, okay. have, I don't have a glass of water. Okay, well, very up. I need a glass of tepid water to get my vocal cords in pristine singing condition. Tepid water. Oh, golly. Gee, you're a precious little boy, aren't you? Uh, all is not right, though, with Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy's world. She's not afraid to show her fragility, her anger, her disdain. There's a word for the day, disdain. You know, she desperately tries to deal with the death of her beloved husband, the President John Fitzgerald Kennedy. She relays her strong views to a journalist whose copy she's determined vet. Sort of, while I'm talking to you about this, I'm thinking about Donald Trump and uh, how many copies would he like to vet oh. of various journos. <laughs> Yes, well, no, no, I'm just putting on what's been going on. You've put Kennedy and Trump in the same place. I don't believe you at no, times. I, I really don't. Hang on, and they're both, they're both US presidents, aren't they? I mean, you know, one, one, that, one, that's one, true. One is, one was. Movies First. Reviews, previews and more with Alex First and Chris Coleman. And this movie, Jackie, is this searing, intimate portrait, one of the most important and tragic moments in American history. <laughs> it, it really is seen through the eyes of the iconic First Lady, played by Natalie Portman. She's terrific in this, really, really strong. The movie places us in her world during the days immediately following her husband's assassination. Known for her dignity and poise... We, we see a psychological portrait of the First Lady. She struggles to establish her husband's legacy and the world of Camelot that she created and loved. At the start of November 22, 1963, 
Jacqueline Caddy was among the most famed, admired and envied figures in the world. Elegant, stylish, alluring of the youngest ever elected president of the US. She was also the first lady of the televised age. I reckon we forget about that. She was photogenic. She was captivating. Barely known, though, beneath her near-mythical image of grace, youth and idealism. Yet within hours, her work, along with the faith of the nation, would be shaken when John F. Kennedy was struck down by an assassin's bullets while riding at Jackie's side in a motorcade through Dallas. And in a moment rife with confusion and shock, the world witnessed the First Lady's composed grief in images that remain as poignant and mesmerising as ever. But what no one saw is what went on behind closed doors in Jackie's private, tightly contained world. Suddenly alone, she faced a remarkable series of challenges as a wife, a mother, and as a reluctant part of the political machine. These included consoling her young children, planning a husband's funeral, preparing for the next president to rapidly move into the White House. She also fought to maintain control over how history would forever define her husband's legacy. Jackie Kennedy led a multifaceted life of power and influence. When it came to writing about her, the screenwriter, the journalist Noah Oppenheim, came to feel there was one story that spoke to her psyche in the most compelling way. That concerned the very brief but remarkably consequential days that the First Lady spent nearly alone in the White House following her husband's death. In a period of just a week, this fiercely private woman had to face unthinkable personal loss hard political realities, and a nation in the throes of a collective trauma. And she felt a personal responsibility for keeping alive all that her husband wanted to stand for in America. And though today he's among the most beloved US presidents, JFK's legacy was hardly assured upon his death. He'd spent just two years, nine months in office. The fear among those closest to him was that all he aimed for would be forgotten because the potential had gone unfulfilled. In the midst of her own anguish, Jackie steeled herself with this single-minded mission to tell her husband's story in a way that it would always be remembered as a brief but shining moment of American promise. The director is Pablo Lorraine. He and Natalie Portman reimagined the private side of one of the most profound moments of the 20th century. Lorraine gives an unconventional spin to the biopic genre, mixing historical footage with fictional recreations. The narrative unfolds through a series of vignettes. Some are chronological, others are not. Gradually, we, the audience, build a picture of Jackie's mindset. Mentioned already, Portman, well, gives this flawless performance in a film isn't exactly the easiest to sit through because of its combative and segmented nature. While I've alluded to her vulnerability, Jackie's also a pillar of strength, dogmatic, determined to do things her way, not let politics interfere with her outpouring of grief. At least that's the way that Natalie Portman paints her. A glaring contrast is Jackie, is Jackie in happier times, taking a walking tour through the White House, talking about the interior design changes she's planning. Part of that is shot in black and white grainy footage, most effective technique. In fact, the film technically is first rate, including its recreation of the motorcade the day JFK was gunned down. The representation of that first bullet to the head, well, it was particularly disturbing. And, of course, the extraordinary turnout for his funeral. And then the First Lady's mired in misery, not afraid to clash head-on with Bobby Kennedy and the President's security chief. 
Jackie is more art house in style than mainstream. It's only going to have limited audience appeal as a result. It's a biopic with a decided difference. It's bold, it's affecting, if not totally satisfying. So not everybody is going to like what they see. Some people will be turned off because it is a bit obscure. Nevertheless, for what it is, it is very, very strong, especially so because of Natalie Portman and her performance. Alex, first, give us a score for Jackie, starring the lovely Natalie Portman. Seven and a half out of ten. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco... I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.